to the Bill for the Trades podcast. Today is, is going to be a great day. Today I'm going to share more about myself just so I can connect more with my audience. They know who I am, where I'm coming from, and really, you know, not only why Built for the Trades exists, but how it got started. And, you know, because one thing I talk about often with my clients and just friends in general is that we all have a story to tell. And it's when you get to that point in your life that you're not ashamed to share your story, realizing there's somebody out there that can connect with you, that could possibly learn from what you've experienced. That's when life becomes awesome. Because for good or bad, um, and everywhere in between, the st- our, our story creates us to be uniquely who we are. And so when seen like that, it's pretty awesome. So I want to jump on this podcast and share a little more, a little more about myself. Um, obviously, my name is Dan Dowdy. I'm the owner of Built for the Trades. Been in the trades for a majority of my life. Like a lot of trades people out there, I'm second generation. So um, from the time I could walk, I was, uh, I was, I was pretty much predestined to be a plumber, so to say. Uh, I remember stories growing up when I was. Uh, you know, seven, eight years old in the summer times going to work with my dad. And um, I remember him telling me, you know, son, if you do a good job, I'm, I'm going to, I'll pay you $5. Um, and then if I don't, he's not going to pay me anything. And I, and he'd be out plumbing a house in the lake and I'd be down there swim, jumping off the dock and swimming in the lake. Those were the days I didn't get paid $5. But the days I worked, uh, the cool thing is, is we'd take that $5 and we'd go to the arcades. And uh, back in those days, there weren't cell phones, so you could really uh, actually hide in the arcades <laughs> and just get away and have a good time. So I'm sure there's somebody out there who can relate to that story. But yeah, so really for me, I'm a second generation tradesman, grew up in a, in a, in a stable home, have ama- amazing parents, uh, really taught me how to work hard at an early age, taught me about core values, taught me about God which is pretty awesome. Um, from the time I was about eight years old is when I got saved. And uh, from there, you know, I just, my path was always kind of planned before me. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. You know, as humans, we tend to go the path of least resistance. And, uh, you know, though I had dreams and things I wanted to accomplish, um, I continue to work hard and, and uh, you know, I walk the path in front of me. At an early age, um, I lost my younger sister to a horseback riding accident. That was probably one of the biggest tragedies in my life at that point. Um, I was around 15 years old. And from that point, I realized that, uh, you know, life is fragile. I didn't really understand exactly why and how and and, and what what the future was going to look like or why that happened to my sister at a young age. But, uh, you know, those kind of things do impact you for the future, for good or for bad, depending on how you harness that. And so that was the first little taste of, of tragedy in my life. And I realized that at that point, uh, we were going to be, our, our family wasn't going to be the same. And, um, you know, it was soon after that, that uh, I almost lost my other sister, my mom in a car accident. So it was like that point in my life, you know, it was, it was just tough, you know, it was, it was, but it was creating me to be the, the person I am today, the character that I am today. And um, like I said, you can harness those experiences for good or for bad. It's your decision. Uh, So long story short, went through high school, played baseball, um, was plumbing at an early age, went to college, spent a few years there. really realized that I wanted to go back home, marry my high school sweetheart, um, buy a house and and start plumbing full time. 
And so that's what I did back in, I guess that was 2001, 2002. Uh, started, started working for the, for the family business full time. And, um, you know, really, really from there, it was, it was one of those deals where um, I started in a truck like anybody else, digging ditches, learning the trades. Um, I, w- I got licensed at an early age. Uh, became one of the earliest or the young, youngest master plumbers in, in Texas history. Um, and just really was always just self-driven and accomplishing goals and wanted to accomplish. But for the first 10 years of my career, I was a technician, you know, and, and I'll, I only had to focus on the job in front of me, the customer in front of me. And uh, so it was building me up for who I was, was becoming. And I remember around 2010, my dad said, Hey Dan, I want you to get out of a truck and I want you to start running the family plumbing company. And, uh, and that was pretty much the extent of the training that I had at that point. My mom was very involved in the office, so obviously got some more training from her. But it was really, like my, my dad was really old school how he ran the company, which is not a bad thing. He was really running the company off of fill, intuition, uh, and less off of metrics. And, you know, looking back to today, I think both play a huge role in how you, um, how you lead your, your business. So, um, so anyways, going back to my story, pulled out of a truck, uh, put into management, not a whole lot of training, uh, but the company was starting to find a niche. You know, we, we found our niche in leak detection and we started making more money, becoming more successful. And around 2012 was when I hired my first business coach. I knew there had to be a better way to run a service company. I knew there had to be uh, the mom and pop fill. Uh, we, we needed to grow, uh, get repeatable systems, continue the five-star service, but really build a platform for growth. And that's when I hired my first coach and realized that, man, there is a lot to learn in this, in this business. And that's where I really started falling in love with the business side of the plumbing business, not just being a plumber and, uh, and really finding that. So... It developed me into a hardworking, successful businessman who really started to think that the success was all about me. Um, I was going down the road of uh, selfishness, uh, which led to a, a big ego, which led to high turnover in my business, which led to things like me drinking too much, led to things like me almost losing my family, uh, led to things like... Um, thinking it's just like I said it's just all about me like if you talk to me it would be nothing about my team it'd be about the success that I've created here and um, and so that was a that was kind of in a, in a snapshot how I grew up and where I got to where I was at at the plumbing company and really from the world standard it looked great but I realized that I had a problem you know through success that bred the selfishness, that bred the drinking, that bred it to all about me. And I ended up giving you know, my team none of the praise. And I ended up losing some great team members because of it. Um, I think back to, man, I was, I was really not in a good place. But there's a lot of people out there who get to that place. You know, and you end up losing your marriage, end up losing team members, end up losing everything over thinking it's all about you and the money that you're producing. And... Um, you know, and on top of that, I have an amazing wife, a uh, high school sweetheart who's always stood by my side. She's always told me how it is. She's always supported me. And even in the tough times, she supported me. But, you know, there was a point that I, I had such a problem that there was an ultimatum. I either needed to take the, the left in the road and, and change my life or I could keep going on the, on the right path or on the going the other direction of my life and really... Uh, 
end up losing it all. And so that's when I met a guide. I, re- I really met a person who came in my life, uh, Marshall, who uh, came, in my, came into my life through bow hunting. It's one of my hobbies I enjoy doing. I remember meeting him at the bow shop, and uh, he actually came up to me and started talking to me. Very outgoing guy. But um, he ended up becoming one of my closest friends. Uh, he, ended up, he ended up teaching me a lot about um, learning your, your craft beyond just what you do day to day, listening to book, audio books, um, you know, getting outside your comfort zone, having a vision for where you want to go. Uh, Marshall was a big influence on that. And he taught me a lot about bow hunting too, and just a lot about life. And, uh, you know, it, soon after I met Marshall, we ended up losing my, uh, my sister-in-law and, and my three nephews in a car accident, which was another huge tragedy. And I needed support system. I needed Marshall by my side. I needed my family. I needed um, my wife and kids. I, I needed all those different things to help get through that. But you talk about rocking people's world. That'll shake anybody's world, and that will change things for good or for bad, depending on, once again, how you harness that stuff. And uh, And through that tragedy has bred who I am today and you know when that tragedy happened the one thing I found is that you know I'll speak for myself like I became even more selfish I became even more focusing on what I can control after that loss and um, you know and then so going back to Marshall you know meeting this guy to help teach me how to how to how to how to learn my craft um, outside of what I do day to day. How to be a better salesman. How to be, how to be a better leader and a better person. That was short lived. Marshall came in my life just for a few years. Uh, ended up coming to work for me. We were growing this business, um, really making a lot of traction. And then he ended up dying at an early age, uh, just out of the blue. And at this point, like you're probably thinking on the podcast, I don't know if I'd be friends with Dan or hang around Dan with all the, all the tragedy he's had in his life. But once again, the impact that Marshall made on my life is huge. My, my youngest son is named Marshall at this point, and, um, which, is a, which is a huge blessing to be able to carry on his name and what he represents to me. Um, and so at that point, you know, with the plan in place, with what Marshall had taught me, with the business coaches, uh, with everybody I had surrounding me, uh, business was growing. You know, it was jumping by le- leaps and bounds. You know, from the outside, everything looked great. I still haven't found how to be anything but a selfish leader, but it was working. You know, it can work, but the biggest thing is it doesn't it doesn't impact lives for the positive. You know, when your team thinks it's all about them making money for you, you know, you have a problem. You're not bringing them along the ride. So I'm going to talk more about how to do that, but. Um, it wasn't until uh, you know losing losing Marshall and all this loss in my life that I realized, man, there has to be a hope for a better future. There has to be a different life than just going to work and making money. Uh, that's when I found a book uh, called Imagine Heaven. It's thousands of stories of people who have died, had near-death experiences, come back to life, and what do the afterlife look like? And that book really made an impact on my life because, um, because of the tragedy I had. I wanted to know that there was a hope that I was going to be reunited with people in the future. And um, it really gave me a plan for my life and realizing that I needed to find my purpose. You know, going back to what I said earlier, I took the road of least resistance, which is great. It was, you know, I was very successful doing it, but I knew that there had to be a higher purpose for me. And that's when I 
that's when I really started to seek after God and 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 um, ask Him: Is there what is my God-sized dream? What is it that you want me to accomplish in my life? And in doing so, I ended up uh, getting baptized and just radically transformed my life to realize that it's as simple as loving God and loving people. And uh, it's not about it's not about all the other rules and regulations built around religion. And that's when God really started to speak to me that um, you know. Um, I was. I remember going out on a run one morning, and I was asking God, like, "What's my God-sized dream?" And I was listening to John Maxwell's 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership" on the audio book while I was running, and I remember him speaking to me pretty clear that, "Hey, you know, why not you? Why can't you be um, the next John Maxwell in the trades? Why can't you be the leadership expert in the trades?" And that's when that plan started to develop. You know, like, man, at first, right, you doubt yourself, but you think. You know, the biggest difference between people who are successful and not successful are the ones who actually stop talking about it and start doing it. And, um, and that's why I decided, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to apply for good or for bad what I've learned in the last 20 plus years of leadership in the trades. And I'm going to share my story. I'm not going to be ashamed of it. You know, and I'm going to focus my life on transformation, not just transaction. Like I truly want to help people transform their life for the better, uh, not just make more money. Uh, in their business, and so what I realized that uh, you know, as 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 success was growing in the business, um, obviously the communication points um, weren't there. And I say obviously that's that's pretty common. Like there's a lot of things in my leadership and how I led in in my company that I look back on. I wish I would have done different. I wish I would have spoke up more. I wish I would have collaborated more with my other team members, especially with my family. Family dynamics and business is really tough. And what I realized at the end of the day is if the leadership team is not on the same page, if we have different paths for where we want the company to go, then it's never going to be successful. There's always going to be people rowing in the wrong direction and we're just going to be going in circles. And really with no communication becomes no relationship. So that's when I knew that I needed to make a change. I was called to action. You know, I wasn't just going to talk about it. And that's why I decided that, you know what, leadership is influence. And I really, you know, um, I really started making changes in my business, like um, the way I dressed, uh, the, the time I showed up, the, how I talked to people, how I was serving other people. I was going out of my way to wash trucks with my helpers, how I was encouraging people and giving them the credit. Um, I even did, I even did little things like pray before our meetings and to see how much influence leadership has that people will start to adapt to who you are as a leader. And if they don't, they leave, but it's your job to set the tone for your business and really what is it that you want. So from there, I remember a good mentor of mine saying, Hey Dan, you know, what about coaching? If you want to be in the leadership expert in the trades, why don't you get into coaching? And I remember thinking like, I even told him, I was like, dude, nobody would ever hire me as a coach. This is crazy. You know, I have my path before me. I'm going to keep doing this. Um, but, you know, once I, once I really started seeking after God, he really started to show me my purpose for my life. And that is to, that is to um, you know, apply the, apply the knowledge and the, and, the, and the skills that he has taught me or that I have learned um, and, and the talents that he has given me to bring people closer to God's kingdom to influence people in a positive direction to really help people transform their lives through business, through leadership, because ultimately being a better leader is being a better version of yourself. 
And uh, so I, I, I took the leap. You know, I, one of the hardest things I had to do is um, let my team know that I was going to be leaving and starting Built for the Trades and doing this full time. And a lot of people, th- a lot of people told me I was crazy. A lot of people told me I was crazy. The, the people that believed in me were some good clo- uh, was my wife and a few close friends. Everybody else was pretty much said, you know what? I, I can't believe you're leaving this life before you just start Built for the Trades. And um, and so that really, that really, you know, in doing so, helped me, you know, helped me get started on the path that I was on for my future. Um, helped me to start serving other people. I ended up getting John Maxwell certified in his leadership coaching, training, mentoring program. Um, and really decided that if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right. Start a bill for the trades. Um, bringing back old school values that a handshake means everything. You're only as good as your word. Hey, look, we're proud to be American. We're proud to be tradesmen and women. We provide quality work. We, we, we believe in serving over selling. We believe in living with integrity, keeping your word, always, always progressing in who we are, like remaining the, remaining, not feeling like we're the master out of it, but actually remaining the apprentice and knowing that everybody has something to teach us. And all this, this community is built on a, on a foundation of faith, makes us very different. A lot of that stuff, some people would think I'm crazy when they hear that, but it, uh, it really helped it to um, build this community, this path that I'm on with Built for the Trades. It led to a lot of um, ups and downs of starting a new business. I started in January 2020, the best time to start a business, right, during COVID. And, uh, but it was built on relationships with a lot of amazing people who has faith in me, who has come in to help me build this business, who has hired me as their coach, hire me as their trainer, come and join the mastermind groups. But at the end of the day, my story leads me to where I'm at today, makes me who I am today. And, um, and really has led me to building Built for the Trades, which is a, you know, where we believe that your business growth starts with leadership development. And being a better leader is being a better version of yourself, which equals better leadership at work, but also equals better leadership at home and a happier marriage and better at leading your, your family and your kids and, um, and all those great things. So that's my story. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, you know, like I said, we all have a story to tell. They're all different. We should never be ashamed of them. Uh, we should be really proud of them. But here at Buffalo Trades, we're here to serve. If you ever want to reach out to us and, and find out about more, more tools that we're offering, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, but just remember, go out there. Handshake means everything. You're only as good as your word. And just keep serving the team around you. Be proud of the trades. Be proud to be American. And let's make this world a better place. Thank you.